Slice Audio. Black Friday. Huge discounts on nothing because this show is free to listen to. You know who is having good deals, though? Both of my sponsors. Go to MurdochJones.com and click on Book VIP. You want to save a ton on your next vacation? Like right now, Five Nights in Cancun sounds pretty good as the Christmas season is upon us. Big Black Friday discounts. Also, total human optimization at Onnit. Go to MurdochJones.com. Click on the Onnit link. Or you can go to Onnit.com, which is O-N-N-I-T slash Murdoch. 15% right now, plus on top of the other uh, Black Friday stuff they've got cooking. If you want to listen to this and you're listening to this today, if you're a late listener, well, then just go get the discounts and support this show anyway. How we doing on Black Friday? Did you go out? You shouldn't be out and like you should be shopping. I want to support our businesses, but like you should be wearing a mask if you are trying to get up at five in the morning and stand in line with a bunch of other Karens to get it $300 off an air fryer or whatever dipshit thing you think is important to stand in line for. So make sure you're, you know, stretching. <laughs> How's your Thanksgiving? I had, like, you want to hear about my Thanksgiving? I ordered curry food and earlier in the week had bought a grocery store pie and had the world's most um, relaxed and chilled Thanksgiving. It was fantastic. The whole day from beginning to end was filled with not a lot of people, but a lot of like things I was thankful for. Like, you know, tell a couple people you're thankful for them. You'd be amazed how good that feels just to say that to a few people. Appreciate one another, my friends. Not in a Black Friday line, though. Oh, that sounds terrible. Black Friday. What a, like, it's 2020. You know, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure this is right. $5 billion in online purchases for, like, Christmas gifts and whatever of just internet purchases. $5 billion. That was yesterday. In one day. That was Thanksgiving. Because it turns out you can just stuff your fat face full of turkey and a couple of extra helpings of, like, pie. And then you can just scratch your ass and shop on whatever you want. Turns out you don't have to get up at four in the morning and like fight with your family because you're sick of seeing them already and act like this is just something that you enjoy. To if you actually enjoy it, I don't fault you for that. It's just I I tried Black Friday one time. I'm not shit talking it. If that's your thing, that's your thing. This is just not. I just don't. I mean, it's just unnecessary. When I w- was divorced a million years ago, I wanted to get a nice TV for the boys. And I'm like, okay, well, it's about Black Friday, and I was moving into a new place. So I can get them a new TV. And I went, like, on the early, like, the Wednesday one. I didn't even do the regular one. I did, like, the Black Wednesday or whatever they call that. Maybe it was even Thanksgiving Day. It doesn't matter. So I show up to the whatever store. I want to throw them under the bus. And I, I didn't make it halfway through that store until I lost my – I started I, – I was going to punch people in the larynx. If I had to stay in there, it wasn't worth it. I Black Friday'd uh, 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 Amazon Prime to television in two days. And it was that was my gong moment 100 years ago when it was like, oh, this is different. It's just not, I don't, you know, especially now. Now when there's, you know, a percentage you're going to pick up some deadly illness. Just try and stay healthy. Wear your mask. 
rub your hand sanitizer. Don't eat too much on this holiday weekend either. I'm noticing that already. Like, you know, it's self-care September, then we did sober October, we're finishing up bendy November, and then it's crazy December where we all take a month to make sure we're checking in on our mental health, right? Well, here's what my fat boy mouth will do. You give me one day of just like overeating a little, and already today, I'm st- I've been starving all day. All I want to do is eat because your mind is going, your caveman brain has been tricked. You better eat more because winter's coming. And then the other part of your brain where you eat all the sugar and the ketchup and frosting and whatever else, and your brain just gets, it's like a heroin thing. I'm chasing the dragon today. So don't eat too much. Like, like eat too much this week. But like, you know, don't let your brain get the best of you there. Um... Oh, you know what I was thinking about on the speaking of all this Black Friday stuff? Here's here's a free marketing idea if you are a business owner. Why don't we start rewarding non-shitty internet behavior? Like make it your thing. Like Facebook is more or less the same thing as a Black Friday line. I don't but only we're only like we're it's in our pocket every day. We can't stop looking at it. <laughs> it's the it's the same that's what it is. F- Facebook is a Black Friday line. There's the fat one over there. There's the there's that one that just won't shut the fuck up. Well, that's kind of everybody. A lot of Karens. A lot of Karens. A lot of general bitchiness about MySpace and invisible borders that are being created like some boring game of loser risk. Oh, and then on the opposite side of the media spectrum, I was I read a newspaper this week. I hadn't done that for a while. There was some I gotta say, man, there's something kind of nice about holding that the newspaper. It was it was I don't mean it in a nostalgic, insulting way. I, it was just it was nice. It was not filled with necessarily a lot of ton like for me anyway. I'm not saying they're not, you know, there's not shit in there worth reading, but here I just I have some questions. Like, why is there the weather in a newspaper still? Like, I, to me, that's the same as putting, like, here's what the stock market did a day and a half ago when you should have bought that stock and or slash remembered the jacket. Well, I just, I'm not, I mean, there must be a reason. <laughs> also, the obituary is a strange concept in 2020, right? So I read some obituaries of some strangers. I don't know. I don't know who they are. Um, boy, you know what I've never thought of before? And if I have any family members listening, pay attention. I may have to go back. And we've been talking about death a lot here because my vanity is getting the best of me about dying and getting old. But here's something I hadn't thought of. You, like, if your family can't, if your family's kind of dumb and can't write, you need to hire out whoever's going to write your obituary. Because it was just like, Ted liked boxer cars and fishing. <laughs> you need it, like, you got to find the person in the family that can spin a yarn and, 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 and put a nice little story out there for you. Maybe you don't give a shit. Maybe that's just all ego talking. But, like, I'm going to have to pre-write my... my obituary i feel like i have a trusted group of people i would allow for them to write it actually and if you don't have that then you might want to consider you know hiring a give a give a give a writer a couple of bucks and like 
give a general thing you can just put in a safe and then when you know then when you kick the bucket and they open up your things they'll find a couple of nice things you know other than the you know your weird collectible horde of things that mattered to you and some probably some pornography you might want to leave <laughs> behind a couple of things that's going to make them be like oh that was nice okay we'll print this it's like the ob- <laughs> the obituary like okay so most of these are read by senior citizens right like and i'm not trying to be insulting but the newspaper is an old older older person's game and so senior citizens are reading the obituary like the world's most safe and boring sequel to the <laughs> to the Hunger Games. It's just like, all right, who's got whose face is getting shot out of the cannon today? Pfft, oh shit, Ted went down. But like every time they go down, you keep you keep winning. Like the Hunger Games. Only, you know, no one's got to get a bow and arrow out or anything. You just stay in your district and eat your jello. <laughs> Stay in your district and eat your jello. <clears throat> Ooh, I'm getting some feedback, by the way, on the last episode. A couple of you got a little snippy about me picking on women sharing positive memes. I'm not saying you can't share positive memes. I'm saying if you share seven of them in a week, you look like you're going to key somebody's fucking car. And I think that's the opposite intent of what you were trying to do. Don't kill the messenger. Just listen to the last episode, I guess, if you need to catch up there. (laughs) Oh, Fred died. Son of a bitch. But also, more jello for me. Um, what else is happening? We haven't done, you know what we haven't done for a long time? We might sneak in the news because now that we are getting into a lesser Trump world, it's gonna be easier to do the news. God, another six months, it'll be super easy to do the news. We're going to find new new things that are depressing that we need to avoid. No more, like, hopefully, no more COVID. Not no more COVID, but, you know, vaccines on the horizon. And then uh, less, you know, less Trump. But I think that's just generally going to be healthy for us overall. Even you, even you, even you, even you ones who are dying in yet on the fraud and all of that bullshit, which it turns out it wasn't, you know. Even you must admit, it's going to be nice to... Like, you know, when you've been to the Thanksgiving and like the, the the son of a bitch and uncle doesn't show up and it's like, oh, that's a bummer you didn't get to see him because you do love him. But it surely was a calmer Thanksgiving and that was kind of nice too. Welcome to the next two years. It's the Thanksgiving that the drunk uncle didn't show up to. It's not a complete Thanksgiving, obviously, to you because, you know, he's your boy, he's your dude. But like, overall, it's nice to take a breath. Just stretch a little bit. Oh, also, so I've been, so the boys have been off on like, I've been this, I haven't had, I haven't had to been a very attentive father in the month of November because they've been traveling quite a bit. Right. And so I haven't been cooking. I've been ordering a lot of food. Here's the thing I'm noticing about the food. Like, why do I need 14,000 updates? I'm not trying to be petty and bitchy, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly asking. So like you order food. And then it's like, poof, you get a note. Hey, thanks for the order. Here's your deal. And I'm fine with that. Like, I want to, I want a receipt of sorts, right? But then you get another one. Poof. Hey, Ted is putting your, you know, toppings on your pizza. Poof. Ted is putting the pizza in the oven. Poof. 
Ted bent down to tie his shoelaces, and then he's going to think about paying his taxes later. Ted gets a text from his girlfriend calling him a son of a bitch, and then they're fighting about it while your pizza cooks. Now it's in the box. Now it's in the car. Now they stop to get gas. Now they almost hit a deer. Like, holy shit, just, you know... I generally know it's on the way. I trust you. Just it'll get here when it's it, if it's a little late, I'm not going to get too bitchy about it, you know what I mean? Like just one's good. You want to send me one afterwards like a how was everything? Sure, fine. But like my god, it's a Dickens novel at the end of it. Less, I guess is my point. Guess I am gonna bitch about it a little. Look at me. Look at me carrying it, care, being a Karen. Um, uh, boom, 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 boom. You know what I was thinking about? Having a lot of fun, nostalgic moments of as a kid, and and I was having lunch with my parents the other day, and they were reminding me of my dream job when I was like eight or nine. Here you go, stories from El Sister. Boom. Um, so. I grew up in a little sleepy town of El Sister, South Dakota. This podcast, by the way, is partially going to make me the most famous person to ever come from South Dakota. I do demand almost now, honestly, but like, you know, I'm give, I'll give you some time to be on the like when you drive into El Sister, I think there should be a welcome to El Sister, home of Murdoch Jones. MurdochJones.com would be nice. A website plug would be the least you could do. For you know, this is um, this is free advertising for y'all. Anyways, from t- if this is your first podcast, from time to time, I have some stories from El Sister for you to enjoy. When I was like eight or nine, we would go camping a lot on the weekends, and we would drive by on the on the interstate exit you would take to head to the campground. There was this little lawn ornament store. I don't think I've told this story before, but it came up in my memories because my mom was making fun of me about it. So here's here's a redo, I guess, if I've done this one. And, the, you know, lawn ornaments like gnomes and flamingos and turtles and cow and just like, you know, the stupid, ugly shit you put in front of your lawn when you're 110 because you think it's adorable. That's so my little eight year old brain saw that and was like, that is what I want to do. I want to make pink flamingos and sell them to people. What a joyous career that sounds like, you know, in my little nine year old head. Mind you, I just recently probably killed off my invisible friend. So, like, let's not, you know, this is not but a humble brag way of telling, you know, what a future excellent business person I'm going to be. It's more on the fact of what a weird little nine-year-old who wants to run a flamingo store like a creep. Hopefully he's never going to be a serial killer. Anyways, (laughs) driving down to the campsite one day just like you normally would and, like, it looked it looked like a shelled out building from Bosnia in the nineties. There, there had been, I don't, I still, I guess there had been a, the fire, like the whole, I don't know how lawn ornaments burn, but like the whole thing was just bombed out fire, fire. And we drove by it and I saw that, like I, you know, you saw the charred flamingo faces and the sad looking yard turtle that had been kind of, smashed and and in bed black soot marks all over it it was it was a tragedy and i immediately started bawling and this is and my and my mom hears this story and just busts the fuck out laughing which is tell you why we're all the way we are and (laughs) 
She just started immediately doing an imitation because apparently my immediate reaction was in tears. What am I going to do now? And the whole weekend was ruined. That was going to be my empire. I don't know if I've told that one. If I have, you know, sometimes you get a... It's a repeat like Seinfeld. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Also, coming in December, a Christmas caper story from Elsister. I'm going to sit on it till we actually get into the month of December. It's coming, my friends. Who it's a it's a true who done it stories from El Sister style. Next on the Book of Murdoch. So here's another thing I was thinking about. I would, this more more of a shout out if you will. Cuz you know, like I'm a half a weirdo, I get it. But I remember I've been remembering what it's like to be 18 as my twins are 18 and trying to put myself back into what their minds might be going through. And it's a lot of crazy shit, right? Um, And it made me think of this old blog I used to follow from this dude who still, I still follow him. His name is John Stein. His name is John Halcyon Stein. Um, He was a writer. There used to be an old website thousand years ago at the very beginning of the kind of general public internet called collegeclub.com and it, and it was you know it was like a precursor to myspace a bit and he was this john stein he was a writer on it and he was just super strange and super cocky and super um just vibrant and and pink for some reason and i remember as like my farmer community mind reading it and it was like oh the world it was like the it was like the house landed on the witch and the tornado dropped me right into Oz. There was color. You know what I mean? Like, not that there weren't interesting people where I was growing up, but it was such a different perspective and different, like, it was okay to be weird and it was okay to feel different things or want different things or not want to stay where you're at and explore. And that wasn't abandoning it because you could always come home. And it was just, it was it was exactly the message I needed at the time. Um, and like the guys on Instagram and Facebook and, and like, he sounds like half a lunatic when I describe it because I'm not doing a very good job of it, but he's, you know, he's in a burning man and he's a, I don't know if I would call him a life coach of sorts, but he's a personality and he, and he's written books and he's on blogs and, and he's just a super fascinating dude. Um, and you know, I thank him for. You know, it takes a certain kind of lunatic to want to just sit in a room by yourself and talk to a bunch of people that aren't in front of them like they're in front of them, expecting that they are going to listen to it. And 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 I, I appreciate the folks that like made broke broke my mind in that way. I guess is <laughs> the way to put it. <laughs> Thanks for making me a egomaniacal lunatic, John. I appreciate it. But give him a spin. Give him a. He's got a good message, man. It's all. It's real positive. It's. It's. It's very un. It's very different from things in like Western South Dakota where we live here. But it's not bad by any means. It's very positive. It's especially in these COVID times, man. You need. You need to surround your social media with more openly positive things that aren't trying to steer you in a direction. Like sometimes you just need a hug. And this, you know, this glorious weirdo is here to give you one. Um, well, you know, we can just do a short one today. I just wanted to throw something out on a Black Friday. 
Um, do your stretches and your breathing. We're coming up on crazy December. Oh, yeah, we were going to do the news, weren't we? All right, we'll quickly do the news. I'll give you a little longer one here. Then we're going to, then I'm bailing. It's Friday afternoon, Black Friday. Um, okay, you know the rules, although maybe you don't. We haven't done this for quite some time just because it's been disgusting. Um, there's how we do the news. I just go to my news site, and then I the first thing that is not Trump or COVID-related we'll talk about. Um, top Iranian nuclear scientist assassinated. Oh, shit. That sounds heavy. Oh, my goodness. This is just like 22 minutes ago. Um, Mosen Fakhrizada. I'm so terrible at those names. Fuck. I wait for the news to say it when I watch it and then just kind of repeat what they do. That's how I've learned to read all of these Middle Eastern names. I'm incredibly, I'm sorry to any of my Middle Eastern heritage friends who might listen to this. I'm just not, I'm dumb. They're hard to pronounce if you're, if you grew up, you know, in Union County. We didn't have, this is, you know, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, the dude who is dubbed the father of the Iranian bomb died from injuries after armed assassin fired upon his car. Oh shit. Like an action movie. Um, serious indications of Israeli involvement. Uh, great. Well, you know, I guess that's, if you were wanting to end, if you're going to be a bear, be a Kodiak, right? So like, that's how 2020 would end. (laughs) Some fucking nukes dropping. Excellent. Holy shit, man. Um, I want, so they, they're kind of saying, although, what else are they going to say? Who else is it going to be? Of course it's going to be Israel. Of course it could be us. Do you watch that documentary called The Perfect Weapon on HBO Max about the cyber war over the last 20 years that we more or less started? I'm not saying that was wrong or bad or, you know, I think it was more of a, that we'll see how it goes, but. You know, Iran does. Iran doesn't have a deep bench of Christmas card list senders. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what I'm too. I'm dumb. I don't want to. I don't. I mean, you know, that's some espionage shit, though, right? Like, this is the problem with stories like this because, like, okay, this guy was actually assassinated. Somebody attacked his car, but then they're gonna take this ridiculous. Like, no one understands the geopolitical or social history of the middle east certainly not a bunch of people in the midwest and then and then this is how you get QAnon. QAnon takes a half a story of this and a half a story of something else mixed in with a little you know good photo or video editing and then you see you know some dipshit report about how this was you know somebody did this it was all them oh my god um no trump no covid that's trump that's covid North Korea, god damn man, it's a hard Black Friday on the news. North Korea executed people and shut down the capital. Well, I mean, don't you assume if you're North Korea, isn't that you had to get through COVID? You just, that's what sucks about living in North Korea. You just, you know, don't get the thing, you're going to get shot. (laughs) How's your, how how come no one's tapping me for Secretary of State right now? Oh shit. Um here we go. Here's some news that I'm excited about. Letter Kenny season nine is about to come out. Oh shit. I need to catch up with some Letter Kenny. If you've never seen Letter Kenny, man, you have to start from the beginning. It's on Hulu, I think, right? 
it's this Canadian comedy that's real. It's just it's a it's 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 pretty different. You've never seen anything like it if you haven't seen it. Um, and and it's ridiculously hard to explain, but um, easy to get. Like it's not a complicated show, uh, but it's it's incredibly funny. Uh, anyway, season nine's coming up. There you go. Oh, I've been noticing that I haven't given you anything to watch or listen to or read lately. So there's there's we're killing two birds with one stone there. Uh, it's coming out in December. Well, let's see what else is going on in the news. In the news, remember that old Conan bit? In the year two thousand. Um, pum 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 pum. Brexit. I'm too dumb to give you an opinion on Brexit. Um. Oh boy, here's some stuff we can talk about. Oh, there's some lawsuits happening in South Dakota. So to catch you all up on what's happening in South Dakota, we're the first state in the country that just passed recreational and medical cannabis or marijuana or the devil's lettuce, jazz cabbage, if you will. Uh, It's legalized. But hold up. There is a lawsuit that has been filed by our local county sheriff um, and the superintendent of the South Dakota Highway Patrol. Because they are saying it violated the state's constitution by covering more than one topic. So, like, there's a rule or there's a law in South Dakota where if the voters change the constitution with an amendment at the, on, at the ballot box, it has to be a single-issue topic. And what um, our sheriff is saying, along with the superintendent of South Dakota Highway Patrol, is that it's not one topic, it's five topics, because it's very uh, diverse. So, you know... I think that how that is generally going to be perceived is you're undoing the will of the people and without taking a, well, you guys, I mean, I'll tell you my position on it. I reluctantly voted for a, I don't like changing the constitution for stupid things, which I would consider this a stupid thing. But at the same time, I would begrudgingly, you know, for full recreational, I think it solves a lot of problems and it's just time and, and it's 2020 and all of that and blah, blah, blah. But like you kind of assume one of these kind of deals will happen, but the general public are going to assume because they don't understand how constitutional amendments work and how the Supreme Court laws are going to affect this and what is going to be constitutional or not. Like that's the constitutions are hard and um, winding documents with a lot of legal precedent and, and even experts in the subject can um have a hard time understanding it on the first second it happens right so like everybody is going to be mad about this so you know i guess that's what's going to happen here i'll say this without taking a position on it because i think i um, i don't know any of these people that are filing these suits but from what i know of them they're pretty excellent people they're going to have a hard time keeping their office in in when they run next like strangely enough in such a conservative state that we are even 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 now, man, now is going to be like I, I never would have thought I would say out loud that marijuana, the devil's lettuce would get somebody unelected. Um, but I'm listen, man, 30,000 more people voted for medical marijuana than voted for Donald Trump in what could be argued one of the most Trump states in the country, uh, certainly in the western part of this state. And so. Are you really going to pick that fight? Just let me be your campaign manager for a second. Like, is that really the hill you're going to die on? It's a pretty easy thing to not die on because, you know, no one's going to die. Munchies, sure, but, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's super interesting. So now there's going to be a – now there's now they're going to take this to the courts and, um, 
you know, I guess I'll put it this way. In 2018, people voted to keep the Constitution down to a one issue at a time. So for those of you that are mad about this, but you also voted for the thing that, you know, like this is how it works. You don't just get what you want in one election. This is why you got to vote all the time, and this is why you got to pay attention to this stuff. And you don't need to be a scholar. You can just generally be informed. But two years ago when you voted on that initiated measure to be able to do this, this is what they were talking about. So, like, unintended consequences are a real thing. It doesn't mean somebody's the devil. But, you know, show up and vote. I'll say this, though, to anybody who is a friend to our fine governor, Christy Nome. If you stay on this hill, you will get unelected, I think. That is my... I'm, that's not a threat. By, none, none of that is like, I don't mean it. Like or, That's not an or else. I'm just weighing in as a guy who knows a little bit about the politics of it all and a little bit about the cannabis industry and a little bit about the media side, especially in this state. That is not something I would be uh, standing against right now if I wanted to um, remain in elected office. There's your free political advice. I'm just throwing out advice all all day on here on Black Friday. That's my Black Friday specials. Just listen to me and you can be pretty smart. All right, my friends. I hope you had a good holiday. I hope you did not go to a Thanksgiving, but if you did, I hope it was small. And I'm not going to chew your ass about it, but, you know, these things are real. Mask up. Um, check in with yourself. It's crazy December coming up. It's not, you're not a pussy by admitting that you want, need to have a better mental grasp on life. That doesn't make you weak. That makes you strong. So, you know, those of you that are running into some bummer shit in December, you can do something about it. And if all else fails, you can go to murdochjones.com and you can send me an email. And chances are probably most of the time I'll answer it. Have a good weekend. And happy Thanksgiving. That was a weird way to end that. Because I'm not that excited about Thanksgiving, really. I just wanted to end, like, kind of positively. So, like, have a good weekend, nerds. (laughs) It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular Credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. (laughs) He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. (laughs) Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this and he's going to be so annoyed and that tickles my fancy. So leave this goddamn piece in.